0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Ladies there, the Eurythmics, would I lie to you? The answer is, when you're talking about Joe Biden, the answer is yes. Hi there, welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is Tuesday, deadliest catch day for me, and it is the September 20th, first edition of the Truth Hurts Program in your ear hole right now. There are a bunch of headlines, I want to try and get to as many of them as I can. It's always hard because my commentary runs long when I'd like to do less than four minutes per headline. So let's get right to it. Fox News contributor Hannah Panrek writes, CNN analyst suggests Biden is waiting on a Trump announcement before he decides to run for re-election. But I thought he said he was running. Hands down, he has to continue destroying America. Now he's waiting to see what Trump says? If I were Donald Trump, I'd leave old gropey Joe Biden sitting on the edge of his seat. I wouldn't make any announcement. Especially before the midterms, Gloria Borger is CNN's chief political analyst, and Gloria said Monday that President Biden is waiting on an announcement from former President Donald Trump on any committal to running for re-election in 2024. While discussing Biden's interview with CBS News' Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes Sunday, CNN's Anna Cabrera noted that the president raised eyebrows with his response to Scott Pelley's question about whether or not Gropey Joe will run for re-election. Cabrera asked, why so noncommittal? He's equivocating, isn't he? Look, I went back and looked at what he said in March of 2021. He said, my plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. Now the cement is cracking beneath his feet, and I think that's because he wants to see, number one, who else is running. If Donald Trump were to run, that would be a, an incentive, I think, for him to run, Gloria Borger says she added the president likely wants to see how his agenda is doing as well after all he is 79 years old he is mentally demented he has alzheimer's he should be on a milk carton right now or a silver alert sign or at least in a home getting the proper mental health care that he needs but instead we don't know if he's going to run now i told you before don't plan on it and i was right i think if donald trump runs Scrappy Joe's ego will make Scrappy Joe run again, and I don't think that's going to do really well at all. The CNBC host pressed Biden's economic advisor about how the Biden administration continues to reject any blame for Biden's inflation. Joe Kernan is a host on Squawk Box on CNBC, and he pressed the White House Council of Economic Advisors member, Heather Boucher about how the biden administration continues to quote reject any blame unquote for biden's high inflation kernan said quote the administration biden administration usually rejects any blame for the highest inflation that we were just talking about in 40 years blaming it on supply chain issues from the pandemic yet at the same time again you try to take credit for creating 10 million jobs which was a direct result of reopening after the pandemic that you also are claiming to take credit for reducing the deficit by $1.7 trillion. You never acknowledged it was simply from not spending those emergency sums that we spent dealing with that pandemic, which you're admitting caused the inflation, I guess, but had nothing to do with these other two factors? Seems like you want to have it both ways. Boucher said that the economy wasn't doing well when Biden came into office. Well, It was doing swimmingly well before you guys unleashed the man-made Wuhan, China, novel coronavirus. Thanks to Dr. Fufufuchi, the Wuhan lab, the tax dollars spent during the Obama-Biden administration on gain-of-function research that turned a basically harmless virus, the coronavirus, which could never spread from animal to human or from human to human, Until you effed with the genome sequence. Until you screwed with the DNA. You changed the function of that virus to gain the function, the ability to be spread from animal to human and from human to human. You, Mr. Biden, with your boss, your big daddy, your puppet master, Barry Sotero. Oh, that's right. Barack Hussein Obama, the fake name. You guys did this. And then you and the Democratic Party shut down the economy, beginning in California and in New York and in Boston and in Delaware and in places run by Democrat leaders. You shut down the economy. Former President Donald Trump tried everything he could, short of declaring martial law, to keep America running as smoothly as it had run as economically successful as it had run for his first three and a half years in office. But this clown, Boucher, said the president put in place a set of policies that fixed the economy, put it on a better path, got jobs back. We created almost 10 million jobs under the president's watch. That is a historic and impressive accomplishment that has been delivering for people around the country. She, of course, lied. We are at 40-year high inflation. We are in the midst of a recession now. Eight months of negative GDP growth. Interest rates are through the roof. When my son bought his home while Donald Trump was president, he paid an extremely low 2.3% annual percentage rate, interest rate, to purchase his home. My daughter's looking to buy a home now. Interest rates are running over 6.5%. Do you know what that does to your overall financial picture? A 4% jump in the interest rates to buy a home? Here's what's happening. Interest rates are high, so people can't afford to buy new homes. They can't afford to buy used homes, so they're not buying houses. They're not renovating their houses. They don't have the money because they have worked the last 30 days of this year for free. At 8.3% inflation, you can do the math divide that by 12 months, that means you are now paying 8.3% more this year in the month of August than you were last year in the month of August, which is the equivalent of working for an entire month of the year without a paycheck. That is what Joe Biden has brought to us. My question is this, where in the hell is the messaging from the Republican Party, from the party who seems to just right now want to sit on the sidelines. Are they hoarding their money, hoarding their money for the presidential election? I don't get it. The message should be out there in every single state of the union. We have 50 states and we have 50 states that are running campaigns for Senate and House of Representatives. There are some governor's races out there. The Republican message should be one strong, cohesive,
1: consistent message. And it should go something like this. The Democrats have a dirty little secret. I don't want to insult you, but you are being lied to by your president and the Democratic political party. Sorry to be so blunt, but the Democratic party actually thinks you are stupid. Each day they lie directly to your face. President Joe Biden and the Democrats running for the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives truly feel that if they say the lies over and over again, you will believe the lies. Here are some facts that the Democratic Party does not want you to hear. Thanks to the actions of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the Democrats in Congress, you are now seeing the highest retail prices in American history, on food, on fuel, on furniture, on new and used cars, on electronics, on housing, on health care, and the Democrats have tried to blame everyone but themselves. The Democrats shut down the economy for over a year and a half, causing businesses to fail, jobs to be lost, careers destroyed, savings accounts drained, credit card and other debt to skyrocket, and families to be torn apart. The Democratic Party is responsible for the record high inflation, the supply chain shortages, baby formula, computer chips, the manufacturing sector shutdowns, the high crime in America. They claim that they have created 10 million new jobs. But the fact is, only 10 million Americans who were laid off because of Joe Biden's economy are finally getting back to work. Joe Biden and the Democratic Party have destroyed the oil and gas and coal industries. They've caused the layoffs of almost a million energy sector workers, and they don't even have a plan in place to replace those jobs. They don't have a plan in place to fix the infrastructure needed to usher in their dream of electric everything, because they know our grid cannot handle it and we cannot rely on windmills and solar panels alone. Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed America. Joe Biden refuses to accept the blame for his economy, for his disastrous and deadly withdrawal from Afghanistan, for his recession, for his supply chain disaster, for his high crime, for his crisis at the Mexican border, which has led now to over two million illegal invaders crossing our borders unlawfully, bringing in dangerous drugs like fentanyl and heroin, human trafficking, and of course, all of those who died trying to trespass into our country. Democracy as we know it is in great peril. And Joe Biden and the Democrats are running this train right off the tracks. You have the power to open your eyes and see what the Democrats have done in less than two years. Can you imagine if you give them two more or worse, even four? You have the power in your hands to vote the Democratic Party out of power in November. Keep our democracy intact. You have the power to keep America great. And that is the dirty little secret that Democrats do not want you to know. And the
0: shame of it all is, this is fact. This is not something we're making up. As gropey Joe Biden would say, this is not we're, we're, we're telling facts here. This is reality. When Donald Trump was president, and listen, I don't like Donald Trump as a person. I think he's arrogant, cocky, egotistical, full of himself, Flies off the the handle, or shoots from the hip, whatever you want to call it. But he was effective at getting things done, at making this country run like a business. Joe Biden, 50 years in politics, never had a job in his life. Has never had to run a company, never run a business. All he's done is run his mouth. And he finally, after his third attempt, he finally gets into the presidency. And the legitimacy of that is, you know, that that's. It is what it is. He's the president. Whether it was legitimate or not, he is the president. That's reality. There's this double standard in the country, whereas if a Republican wins office and a Democrat cries foul, or a Democrat says, I think the election was rigged or it was stolen, that's okay. That's not frowned upon. It's okay to have that opinion. Just ask Al Gore, who lost the presidency in 2000. Just ask Hillary Rotten Clinton, who lost the presidency to Donald Trump. They both cried foul. They spent millions and millions of dollars trying to debunk the election, but they weren't called threats to democracy. Donald Trump questions, quite legitimately, millions of votes that appeared in the middle of the night after windows were taped up and covered with cardboard, and suddenly he is a threat to democracy. Like the ad said, you are being lied to. And the Democrats... I'll give them credit for this. They're smart enough to get one cohesive, consistent message out there. It's a lie, but they say it over and over and over, time and time and time again. And if you hear a lie often enough, you actually sometimes believe the lie. The Democrats are lying to you. They're still trying to blame Donald Trump on everything that Joe Biden has done to destroy America's economy. They're still trying to blame Donald Trump for the border crisis. Remember, Trump wanted to build a big beautiful wall to keep illegal, invading, trespassing, criminal, law-breaking aliens out of this country, and to funnel through legal points of entry those truly and legitimately seeking asylum from persecution. We could have had this all controlled. That's why we put fences up around schools. So that people will have to go through the five or six gates at the school grounds. They can't just walk in from anywhere. That's why we have controlled security access points at courthouses. You get it? They don't get it. But they will lie to you and tell you that for some reason Donald Trump and his supporters are out there trying to tear up the Constitution. I got news for you, my friends. Donald Trump the Republicans, the conservatives out there, the true patriots in this country are trying to preserve the Constitution, preserve the Bill of Rights to keep us from becoming a police state where they have to check your ID everywhere you go. A violation of the Fourth Amendment, by the way. Democracy as we know it is in grave danger. It is in great peril. It is almost an existential threat The existence of our democratic republic form of government is in danger of disappearing. The socialists, the communists, the Bernie Sanders, the AOCs, the Beto O'Rourke, I'm coming for your guns. Hell yeah, we're going to take away your AR-15. Hell yeah, we're going to take away your so-called assault weapons. They're trying to disarm the population here just like they disarmed the population in Venezuela and in other nations that are now firmly socialist, communist dictatorships. That is truly what the Democrats want. They want centralized government, like the Politburo in Russia back in 1970s. They do not want you to have the power to question them because once we start questioning them and the reality is laid out before americans even the dumber half of the country must admit biden's policies programs processes and procedures have not done anything positive for this nation record high murder rates in every single democratic city in the nation new orleans louisiana 373,000 people population, 54 people murdered for every 100,000 residents. Over 207 murders in the city of New Orleans so far this year. New Orleans thinks it's a big city. Now imagine if it were 3.7 million people instead of 373,000 people. Think of the number, the sheer number of murders in La Toilette Cantrell's Democrat-controlled city of New Orleans. Joe Biden, the Democratic Party, these district attorney and state's attorneys saying no bail, low bail, no cash bail, just let them out. They shouldn't be sitting in jail waiting on their trial. Let them out so they can go rape and rob and murder and carjack and home invade someone else while they're waiting on their trial that they will probably not show up for. My friends, we are looking at a disaster driven by Democrats And if the United States of America's Republican Party doesn't get its act together and come up with a cohesive, consistent message, these clowns may retain power and further destroy our democracy. So as Joe Biden continues to lie to you on camera and all of his little lackeys that work beneath him receive their marching orders from Obama and Soros and whoever else is pulling Biden's strings, as they continue to deny that we are in the middle of a recession, that we have record high inflation, 40 years uh, worth of record high inflation. The Treasury markets have delivered a recession warning as the Fed plots a massive rate hike that I predicted here just a few days ago in the Truth Hurts program. The 10-year Treasury yield jumped to its highest rate since 2011 as investors begin to brace for the reality that the Federal Reserve will hike interest rates even higher than previously expected. Zach Halaschek, the Washington Examiner, says, the benchmark 10-year yield hit 3.518% on Monday before bouncing back down below 3.5%. The two-year yields inched up to 3.961, their highest level since 2007. The two curves were inverted, which means shorter-term yields are higher than longer-term ones. And if you're not an investor, if you're not into this this economics stuff, and I'm not really that well-versed in it, I know the basics, but yield curve inversions can portend recessions. They show investors have little faith in growth picking up in the coming years. The inversions between short and long-dated yields are the largest in two decades, according to Bloomberg. That's a warning sign that the Fed could push the economy deeper into a recession because of market tightening. Top Fed officials are meeting this week to plot the central bank's next move with its interest rate target. It is expected to rise another full percentage point. If you thought it was going to stay low, interest rates for buying homes, etc., you were lied to. You were fooled by the Democratic Party, and you were destroyed in your dreams of buying a new home thanks to Joe Biden's economy and the recession that we are firmly in. Investors see an 82% chance of at least a 75 basis point interest rate hike and most likely 1%, one full 100 basis point hike at their next meeting. And they are already planning on the interest rate hikes that will follow in the months ahead. This is the Truth Hurts program. USA Today has an article that says, Biden says the COVID pandemic is over. Could that put some emergency aid programs at risk? Well, I think so. Especially the disastrous decision to simply wipe out $10,000 worth of student loan debt. It was all because of the pandemic, he said, remember? But if the pandemic is over, and has been, as you and I both know for a year now, the pandemic is over. There should be no need to wipe away people's student loan debt. There should be no need for the soldiers, sailors, airmen, grunts and every other member of the United States Armed Forces struggling to pay their bills to have to now apply for food stamps, as the Biden administration advised them to do, knowing that $10,000 per student loan borrower is going to simply be wiped away. Imagine you sign up for the military, you put your life on the line, you get sent to some crap hole like Afghanistan. You're fighting in the trenches. You're digging holes in the sand. You're living in subhuman conditions in the uniform of the United States military because that is the only way you could find it financially feasible to get a college education. So you put off your life for six years. You join the military. You risk getting your arm or your leg blown off or your eye or your ear. You risk injury and death each and every day in substandard conditions. Because you know when you get out six years later, the GI Bill is going to pay for a portion of your college education, and then you can get your life going. Meanwhile, little Tyrone gets a Pell Grant. He gets to go to college virtually free, and with some assistance from the United Can't Say Negro College Fund, he gets even more money. And then he goes ahead and takes out some student loan debt because he had no intention of paying it back anyway. But now he gets it wiped clean, $10,000 gift by the Biden administration to buy votes. And you, still in the military, still working for way less than minimum wage when you think about it because you're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You are the military. You get the news that your commander in cheat, sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, mopey, dopey, little girl gropey Joe Biden is sitting back wiping the debt clean For people who are studying the lie of gender studies. That supposedly, despite the science, despite the reality, despite the fact that boys have penises and girls have vaginas, there are now 57 genders. It's like a ketchup bottle. You put your life on the line. You are working for a very low amount of pay. The Biden administration says to your family, well, if you're having trouble meeting your bills, you can apply for food stamps. How disgusting is that? And yet, Tyrone or Marcus III going to college to study basket weaving or safe spaces for snowflakes. They get $10,000 handed to them. Here you go. You can now have $10,000 you should have been using to pay back your loan, your contractual obligation. We're just going to wipe it away. But you military folks, you dumb, stupid people in the military, because that's what Biden thinks of you. You're stupid. You can go on food stamps and we're going to continue to take taxes from your paycheck to give somebody student debt relief. Now Biden says the pandemic is over. I'm sure they'll pull it right back out right before the election when they see that they're in deep trouble so that they can unload 400, 500, 600,000 votes in each state. Suddenly these pre-stuffed mail-in ballots with no postmarks, no any kind of traceability. Officials are encouraging people to get boosted ahead of a possible fall and winter wave of COVID infections. And they've even asked Congress for $22.4 billion, with a B, in emergency coronavirus funding. But Joe Biden says the COVID pandemic is over. His seemingly offhand declaration that the pandemic is over could complicate several issues for his administration. See, Joe Biden can't keep his mouth shut. If it is not written on a teleprompter, he will say something stupid. Problem is, when he's reading from the teleprompter, he often says something stupid as well. The administration had been expected to renew the public health emergency, to keep millions of Americans on Medicaid, keep millions of Americans dependent on the Democratic political machine so they can buy more votes in the midterms, They are hoping to keep and renew the public health emergency. But Biden's controversial decision to wipe out student loan debt rests on the Education Department's ability to ease hardship in a national emergency. But Biden said the pandemic is over. The White House officials haven't come up with a lie to try and spin it some other kind of way yet. Yeah, Biden made this stupid remark on Sunday on 60 Minutes. He was asked whether the pandemic is over. He said it is but then he added, we still have a problem with COVID. Nearly 3,000 Americans are still supposedly dying each week of COVID. The World Health Organization said at a news briefing this week. The head of the agency says more needs to be done until the pandemic is truly over. Now, what the White House said before, back on September 6th of this year, just a few short weeks ago, Dr. Ashish Jha, the White House COVID-19 coordinator, said the pandemic is not over. Someone is lying to you. My money's on Joe Biden because that's what he has done his entire political life. So while Congress, still run by the Democrats, is deciding whether to approve billions of dollars in the additional coronavirus funding requested by Biden, but he says the pandemic is over, can't have it both ways, Republicans have insisted that the unspent money from the previous COVID-19 package should be repurposed. The administration says the money is needed to prepare for future surges. You know, when they release the next variant. Ahead of a possible surge of infections in the expected fall and winter season, the administration is still encouraging people to get booster shots that target the original virus and all of the recently released variants, which now dominate the U.S. and the world. If the uptick is similar to the rate at which the public gets vaccinated for the flu, the Biden administration says 100,000 hospitalizations could be prevented. A spokeswoman for the Department of Health and Human Services tweeted on Monday that the COVID-19 public health emergency remains in effect, but yet Joe Biden said the pandemic is over. She says the administration will continue to lean on the science, but the science says the pandemic is over. Biden's comment is at odds with the data, according to the media. The COVID-19 coordinator said the pandemic is still going on, but Biden's the president. He's running the show. So who do you believe? The so-called scientists that are making money from the COVID-19 pandemic? The president who says the pandemic is over? Or common-sense Americans who haven't run around with a mask for the last six months and we've seen no major spike, no uptick in cases? Steve Z is who you should listen to. Biden said the pandemic is over and we still have a problem with COVID. Yeah, the problem is not enough people are dying, Joe Biden, so you can't use the pandemic to continue your programs. Of course, people out in the public, who apparently are worthy of an interview, are saying, this is nuts. This is cuckoo. Biden told 60 Minutes the pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. It's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. Those were Biden's actual words. Dr. Jerome Adams, who was Donald Trump's Surgeon General, sent out a tweet I understand what he, Joe Biden, was trying to say, but such rhetoric is harmful, hurtful, dangerous, and scientifically untrue. Eric Fiegelding, what a name, is a doctor of epidemiology. He's the co-founder of the World Health Network. He said, quote, heck no, with all due respect, at Joe Biden, you're wrong. Pandemic is not over. Almost 3,000 Americans are dying from at COVID-19 every single week, unquote. The director general of the World Health Organization, the WHO, said on September 14th, we are not yet there, but the end is in sight. Senator Marsha Blackburn is a Republican from Tennessee, and she says, quote, Biden admitted last night that the COVID pandemic is over. In other words, there is no ongoing emergency to justify his proposal for student loan handouts, unquote. The question is, is the pandemic really over? Well, of course it is. Pandemic means Something that's never before been seen suddenly sweeps the planet. The pandemic is over. Now there is, of course, the follow the science crowd, but the science is all over the place. Remember, just a few moments ago, I quoted to you from Dr. Eric ding the World Health Network said, "Heck no!" With all due respect, at Joe Biden, you're wrong. Pandemic is not over. Almost 3,000 Americans are dying from COVID every single week. Remember. Other scientists are saying it's too soon to say the pandemic is over. If we let our guard down, it's going to come back to bite us. Now, there's another person here who says there are still close to 500 people a day dying of a vaccine-preventable disease, and we still do not have the vaccine uptake we'd like to see. By definition, my friends, a pandemic is an outbreak of disease in multiple countries around the world. Some countries are still reporting high levels of COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and death. So. As I said at the onset of this edition of the Truth Hurts program, Joe Biden and the Democrats are still lying to you. If it's over, as Joe Biden, the leader of the free world, has said, then why do we need COVID-related Department of Education wiping out student loans for the COVID pandemic that the president has announced officially is over? That, my friends, is all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program for Monday, September 20th, 2022. Lots more to come on the next program. We'll see you then. Bye-bye for now. What I Lie to You, background music segment, copyright to Eurythmics. All rights reserved. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics.